0: We have an emergency. What is your location? Woo! Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul.
1: Yes, indeed. The war goes on and praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for victory. <clears throat> Thank you for the revelation of Jesus Christ to our condition, to our, search, our, our situation, that your truth, your revelation, your word brings freedom brings peace, joy, and restoration. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. I thank you that you took care of business when you dealt with the devil and dealt him his death blow when you died and rose again. I thank you, Jesus, for giving us power over all the power of the enemy, that nothing shall by any means hurt us and all the works of darkness that have uh, been sent against us. We just thank you for the shields of God, the protection of God, the angels of God, the word of God, the promises of God, the Holy Spirit to protect your people, the remnant, to cover us, shelter us. You are the strong tower, the refuge that we run into. Lord God, we hide under your feathers. We thank you, Jesus, that we are good. You're keeping us very well in the midst of all the Satan is trying to do to blow and destroy and kill and, and, and discourage your people. Father, we thank you for the favor and the blessing and the actually the abundance uh, and, the, and the growth and the provision of strengthening that your people are going through right now, Father God, to be strong and do exploits in your name. We also thank you, Lord, for the promise that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We will not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we do not faint. And you said, look up, for your salvation draws nigh. We thank you for that covering and protection over us and our health and safety, our traveling, our vehicles, our finances, our property, everything Satan wants to try to do to us and our families or those who are listening today and their families. We just declare the covering of Jesus Christ, the blood of the Lamb, and your faithfulness to complete your work in us. We thank you, Lord God, for the wisdom that you've given us. Now give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a Heart to connect the revelation of your love and truth for us <clears throat> in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, we're in war. <laughs> this is called the thought war, 20, actually. 24 7, 365. And yeah, the thought, it's a thought war. That's a big part of the war that we're in. We read in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Okay. Well, he still sees that, right? But this is in Noah's day, and that. And it says here, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Can you imagine? Every thought of the, that the people were thinking were... Evil. Every thought was evil.
1: Imaginations were evil. Ideas were evil. They're perpetuating evil all over the place.
0: And, of course, as, the, as their thoughts were, so were their actions.
1: Exactly. Well, then you jump to Ephesians chapter 4, and we're kind of discussing the same issue. This, in in chapter 4, verse 17, he says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk in the futility uh, of your minds as the Gentiles walk. So the Gentiles back in that day, the heathen, the pagan, were walking in the futility of their mind, their thoughts, imaginations were evil only continually. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardening of their hearts, and being past feeling, have given themselves over to licentiousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, um, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. So he's saying to put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust. So this whole process of deceiving us through the lusts of our hearts. Actually, what it kind of is, it's kind of a, uh, a circuit. You know, the heart is full of evil, and we speak evil, then we hear it, and we meditate on it, and then we just it promotes more evil, and it's just kind of a, a circular um, uh, process that Satan is using to indoctrinate us through the thoughts and the evil thoughts and intentions of our hearts.
0: Well, in Matthew 15, uh, 18, he says, Those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. Okay, Mm -hmm. and they defile a man. Okay, so for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. So these out of the heart proceed. Out of the heart uh, of man, Mm -hmm. here's what comes: these evil thoughts. Right. Evil thoughts come. out of the heart. We believe that him. those
1: evil thoughts are te- temptations and thoughts that are actually put into our hearts by the enemy who causes us to then reproduce those thoughts through words.
0: Right, those thoughts have to come from somewhere. So right. So the, the thoughts... Have
1: to come from our hearts.
0: Yeah, they come from our hearts, but... But
1: what happens is Satan needs How do words. they get into our hearts? Well, Satan puts the thought into our heart. And he needs our words. He can't just tempt us and we not act on it. He has to have to have us act on that thought. And the way we do many times is through our words, through murmuring, complaining, telling lies, getting, you know, all these kinds of things that we uh, speaking lies i should say and so what it is is he, satan cannot do anything without our words he has to have our words because our words are the words that have been given power to create things by god because we're made in the image of god well
0: he has to have our words and our thoughts so. well he
1: sets up our thoughts and they go into our hearts and then he puts pressure on us you know with circumstances and we begin to speak you know the negative the depressing, the condemning, whatever they are. And those words then are brought forth and they bring forth the death that Satan wants us to have. So therefore, our thoughts and our words are very important. However, not every thought you think you thought are thoughts you thought. Some of the thoughts you think you thought are thoughts the enemy wants you to think you thought. So we can get you to think you thought them and you will not stop them. You'll not um, take them captive as the Bible talks about.
0: All the the enemy has to do is put lies in our minds. And in our hearts, if If we accept lies as truth mm-hmm. you know then he's got us he, he captures us well, through and, his yeah. lying thoughts
1: and and he, he stirs those thoughts in our hearts and in our minds and jesus says in in matthew 15 again he says uh verse 7 he's talking to them he says um you know you people uh have you thus you have made the commandments of god of no effect uh and you've substituted the traditions of men hypocrites did not Isaiah prophesy about you saying, These people draw near to me with their mouths but their but and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. For in vain they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. So here's what hypocrisy is. You're saying one thing and doing another. And he was calling him out on it. He says, You don't understand that that this is the, this is the the breaking point where you are dishonoring God. Being a traitor to God, not telling the truth, not believing the truth, not expressing the truth. You're expressing a feeling that Satan put in your mind and your mouth, and then that brings forth a discord and division in God's kingdom and in your own life. Well,
0: what happens is that we become, li- we, we are living in our soul. Right. We're living out of our soul right. rather than our spirit. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. Right. And so what we, what's, what we face in this world is a constant bombardment. Uh-huh. Of of lies and things to, ways to influence us, to think incorrectly, mm-hmm. right? that the, that we might come under the control of the evil one is what it up amounts to. Yeah. to. yeah. So you've got, um, you know, like you know, advertising, and, bombarding and, and e- educational system, mm-hmm. getting our thoughts, um, to conform to this to, world, to, to this world, to, to this Satan, world. and it's interesting, you know, the propaganda say, "Oh, well, if you tell uh, a lie long enough, you know, Everybody, for thirty it'll, days, it'll, it'll become the theory, truth. The people will accept it as truth." But so now, we,
1: but now we're coming to a critical point. We have got to al- allow the Holy Spirit to examine our own mouths, our own hearts, and because this says, it says in uh, Matthew twelve thirty four, "Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil," speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. But I say to you that even, listen to this, every idle word man may speak, they will have to give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you'll be justified and by your words, you'll be condemned. So we're either going to be justified or judged by the words of our mouth. And we need to understand that we are in these days now where it's not there's not any more time left to play games, to um, to be in the middle of the road, lukewarm, whatever you want to call it. You have to make that decision for yourself. Is your soul worth saving? Is your life worth living? Is the truth coming from the word of God? Or is it from what you've been heard and taught to listen to all your life through the programming of Satan? We've got, you've got to make that choice for yourself. That's called repentance. Turn around. Change your mind. Stop listening to the things that are provoking your mind. And you will know what's in your heart by listening to your mouth. And if you hear what's coming out of your mouth and it's terrifying to you and it's not according to the word of God, then you better ask God to show you how to cleanse that the heart and the words that and are coming out of your mouth. Yes,
0: the breakthrough message of Jesus in Mark 1, uh, 14 and 15, you know, he says, that, you know, the kingdom of God is at hand. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. It means it's right in front of you. Here's the kingdom of God. Repent and believe in the gospel. So well, he's saying, change your mind change your direction mm-hmm. and the, so he's addressing that the thoughts of men uh, were were evil they Continuing. were in, in that mm-hmm. in that context mm-hmm. uh, when Jesus came uh, mm-hmm. the thoughts of men had been um, defiled
1: yes <coughs> they had been me, yeah
0: religionized mm-hmm. they had their thoughts were basically all wrong he says you've got to change your mind, mind right and, and and how do you do that well it takes a revelation it takes to change your mind. It takes a decision uh, a, re- a decision yeah. a re- uh, a revelation and a decision it says okay an awakening saying hey I've been thinking the wrong things. I've been acting wrongly mm-hmm. as a result of my thoughts that are not correct. And so that has brought my life into a direction see because you know your thoughts determine your actions. Right. Your actions you know, when you, you're you involved with your actions, it determines your. they determine your habits, and your lifestyle. habits determine your lifestyle, mm-hmm. and your lifestyle determines your eternal destiny. So it starts with such a tiny lived. thing. It starts with the with thoughts thought, in your heart and your words. A seed thought.
1: And so it's time to take captive every thought and make it subject to the obedience of Christ. Um, in Second Corinthians 10, uh, 3, 4, and 5, that's exactly what it says. That it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And then it says uh, we, you know, that we have it's us it's us, our job, our our free will, our ability. These words belong to us. If you permit these words to be spoken, then they will be spoken. And so he says, and uh, he says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, to the pulling down of the strongholds. What's he talking about? The weapons of our warfare. What are those things? That pull down strongholds, ca- what that and casting down arguments and every high thing or thought, that exalts exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Then and being then only then, when you're doing that, are you ready to fulfill the work of Christ and promote the gospel and and preach against uh, sin and, and um, the evil doings? But so our war, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty in God to the point of the strongest. God says, "Whatever you declare, whatever you bind, whatever you loose, those words have been given empowered. Whoever sins, you forgive. Um, there's there's death and life in the power of the tongue. Uh, a good report makes the bones healthy. Uh, a negative report makes the bones sad. Um, the, even the power of the words over our bones." Uh, can bring life and death. And that's why many people are suffering because many people spoke evil words over them in their early Mm -hmm. days, in their beginnings, in their childhoods, and they are crushed and broken. But here he says, we have to cast down those arguments that are made up in your mind and in your heart and the high things that exalts themselves against the knowledge of God. What would that be? That would be Satan himself exalting himself against the knowledge of God. And we need to bring those thoughts down, taking captivity, uh, grab hold of them and say, no, you won't you will submit to the obedience of Christ.
0: How, how do we grab those thoughts? I mean, a lot of people are just, they're just kind of think. Yeah, they just a, go on an autopilot. There's, a, there's yeah. autopilot. There's a stream of consciousness. There's a stream
1: of murmuring, mumbling, complaining, yeah, muttering.
0: But, but how do we just catch those things?
1: Well, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to make us more aware of what we're meditating on. What we're on. thinking
0: about what we're, and there's what a, we're saying. There's what we're a doing.
1: scientific fact that what you meditate on what you think about, what you mull over, what you, you know, think about, you know, kind of park on and think about and uh, savor, meditate, whatever you want to call it, that those things that we meditate on become uh, uh, the cemented into our long-term memory banks. Mm. And they become mm. the lenses and the filters through which we see life as it comes at us. So when, when you have a neg- you're, you have a negative disposition, you know nothing's ever going to work out. The glass is half empty you know, and, and, you know, nothing works and it never worked before. And you begin to mutter and and rehearse the negative and the unanswered prayers and the, and the disappointments that becomes a lens or a filter through which you're going to see today's events. And so those are long in putting, they're like, like lenses. And you see the whole world now through all of those negative lenses. However, if you think on uh, Philippians four, six and seven, he says, if you think on whatsoever things are... Re- I'll start with 4.4. Four. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. I think this is how we work it. We do what God says. He says, rejoice. He says, in everything give thanks. He says, praise the Lord. If these words are coming out of your mouth, rejoicing, thinking whatsoever things are pure, lovely, honest, just and of good report, then you're going to begin to change that filter, and you're going to begin to see your life through the Word of God. That's what we really need to do, is read the Word so much, that you see everything through the lenses of the Word of
0: God. It, it, it takes a discipline. It takes a discipline, I mean, a recognition, I mean, an active brain. You know, not you, a dead brain, not, not a zombie not brain, a, not, not a, a stupefied a, brain. God doesn't call us to be dead Or just, check out. Just we to can't. check out, just go along with whatever is mm-hmm. said. You know. And so what We
1: need to be actively involved in our own lives, for crying out loud, otherwise so, so what we're do we, nothing but a pawn in the hand of Satan.
0: What do we get? We get a, a, a constant feed in our world, of all the bad things that are happening, all the lies, all the so corruption, turn it all the tyranny. Well, here, here and so, what I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible in Philippians four eight. Finally, brothers or believers, what is true? Whatever is whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is re- right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace whatever is admirable and of good report re- repute if there is anything uh, excellent if there's anything worthy of praise think continually on these things mm-hmm. center your mind on them and implant them in your heart mm-hmm. so what well, psalm 1 verse before two, before
1: you go there hold on one second cuz before what he said just there in, in philippians chapter 4 is a really good p- place to read If you are anxious, if you're troubled, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That will be an antidote for murmuring and complaining. Mm -hmm. Let the gentleness, your gentleness be known to all people. So the Lord is at hand. Yes.
0: When this this was written, Paul was in prison. Yeah. When he wrote this. And it's all about joy.
1: And yeah, he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. I believe that when we praise God out loud, when we declare his goodness, when we when he, uh, uh, you know uh, quote a verse, declare a verse, read something out loud in the Bible, reading out loud, saying things out loud gives power to the words, and it gets it out of that meditating zone of zombifying, you don't even know what you're thinking. Get up into the place where you're actually hearing what's going on in your heart. And he says, be anxious for nothing, because the reason people are anxious is because they're not making prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. They're not letting their requests be made known to God. They're not opening their mouth.
0: They're trying to carry it themselves.
1: And and the peace of God is not there, which can surpass the end. It goes beyond understanding. It'll guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So the revelation and the, and the expression of God's goodness, rejoicing, praise, Thank being thankful is a great antidote to mur, to murmuring, complaining, and negativity. And so, as Jerry read before, finally, brethren, this is in the New King James, brethren. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, you ought, we gotta ought memorize this. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there is any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Um, so the thing is. We have to switch out what we're meditating. If you are getting switch. too much, too much negativity through the communications of the television set, the news, the media, the Twitter, uh, whatever that all is trending now, whatever it's, it's all antics that Satan is using to sway the masses Get to distracted. more anxiety, more fear, more this. Just turn it off. Get your, There's plenty out there of good, godly things to listen to in terms of music in terms of you know bible apps and all kinds of audios you can listen to and teachings uh, get yourself some. If you got to watch something at night, watch a favorite yeah. prophet of God. Just begin to immerse yourself in God, because there are two worlds here. Two kingdoms are at war, and they're both propag- There's much propaganda coming out of both camps, and we have to choose who we're, whose report we're going to believe. That's the whole bottom line of the Bible. Whose report are you going to believe?
0: Yeah, one of the things in our day is that many people and believers are are focusing, you know, on what's what's the latest horrible deep. Underground, Stupid. wicked thing going on, mm-hmm. and 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 you can get just you can just go to um, in, internet program after internet program and 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 we get all eat. this and oh yeah this is happening and this is going on and this is this is being destroyed. Now I'm not saying that we should be ignorant because you have to dig hard to find the truth these days mm-hmm. about that stuff. But we th- let's not bury our heads dwell in our, the sand. Dwell upon it. Let, let's, okay, be aware of what's going on, understanding the times, mm-hmm. but then knowing what the will of the Lord is, well, knowing you, what we are to do.
1: Well, we can understand the will of the Lord in the times by simply reading uh, Titus and Thessalonians, and they've got it all pretty much nailed down 2,000 years ago. But going back to Ephesians, um he says in verse 24 23 he says but be be renewed in the spirit of your mind so when your mind is renewed be transformed by the renewing of your mind revel- uh, Romans 1 12 once that happens and it happens through the reading of the word of god so you're exchanging the lies the crabby the negative the mumble- mumbling the grumbling the complaining that it is what it is and all the oh no's you're exchanging that as you immerse your mind your wor- in the in the word of god and that begins to transform those thoughts that are lodged in the strongholds of your mind to bring you down, changes them out to truth, planks of truth instead of logs of lies and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's the That's the whole process of putting on the new man. It is a deliberate process. It's a, it's a transformation and, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in righteousness and true holiness. It's like discovering the new man that's been there in the spirit, buried and unnoticed for many years of your life. And now the light of God's truth has made manifest through the salvation, through the Holy Spirit to turn on the light. So you begin to see that now you can walk in a, in a new, you don't have to walk in the old body of death operating software that's lodged in your soul. You can operate in the spirit of God, which is is his spirit bearing witness with your spirit as you've been reactivated and your spirit man then becomes a receptor site for the download of the revelation of God so and he says and you put on the new man which was created according to God in righteousness and true holiness not fake holiness not pretend holiness not counterfeit holiness therefore putting away here's what we got to put away now here's what needs to not stop stop coming out of your mouth lying Lying. How many people lie? They they believe the lie that if I don't tell the lie, I'll get in trouble. So there's so many people out there they're so good at lying that you really can't tell they're lying. They don't even remember or realize they're lying anymore. They're they're just lying. They're just not telling the truth. They don't even know the truth, want the truth, believe the truth. And what they're saying is they're lying to themselves, to one another. He said, Let each one speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. So when you lie to me, you're lying to yourself. When, you, when we tell those lies, we're wrecking the body of Christ. We're wrecking the, fa- the, fr- uh, the fabric of our unity. Uh, you can't lie to someone, a wife, a husband, a child. You cannot lie to them and have a real honest relationship with them because the relationship is based on a lie. So if you want a genuine, trusting, true, authentic, real relationship with someone, the only way that can happen is through you both believing the truth. Now, it doesn't mean that some of us don't have lies dormant in our in our thoughts and our minds, you know, guilt, shame, condemnation, all the other things. But when the Lord brings them up, we have to review them. And if they're not according to the Word of God, then you chuck them, you cast them out, you you reject them.
0: So, And that's what, you know, you have to have a standard to be able to judge whether something is true or false. And the standard is the written Word of God. Mm-hmm. This is why we're to meditate on the Word of God day and night in Romans. Um, Psalm one two in his word the, a godly man uh, meditates. a woman meditates on his word Dana it means it means to ponder by talking to yourself so you're pondering it you're just meditating on it you're getting mm-hmm. all the juice out of it you're just the truth is just coming come, e- e- coming into it's, you it's, renewing you you're being transformed as it says in mm-hmm. Romans twelve two. By the renewing of yep. your mind uh, yeah. that you may prove what is that good and acceptable Putting on perfect the new will man. of God. Putting yeah.
1: on the new man. And so going back to Ephesians a bit, being angry, be angry and do not sin. So lying has to be put away. Being angry and sinning not. Now, anger is the expression of an injustice. So when you're angry, it's because there's a an injustice or a, a sin against the law of love somewhere dying down below the surface. So you find out what that object, uh, offense is and forgive that person and then let the court, the court in heaven decide Uh, between the two of you so that you can go on with your life and not stay mad so that you'll get justice because staying mad doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get justice some people stay mad and bitter their whole life at mad at somebody else for 20 30 years because they think when they see god they're going to get it all straightened out that's not how it's going to work you need to let go of it and let god deal with it when it will when he will and he he says and be angry and sin not and give no place to the devil uh, let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor with his hands. So give no place to the devil. That place that we give him oftentimes giving him that opportunity is in our heart. We, we, we become bitter. We are, you know, and when, what happens when you mix, um, sweet with bitter, it becomes bitter. It doesn't become sweet. So in your heart, if you've got bitterness against God, bitterness against your fellow man. Bitterness is, by the way, swallowed anger. You're angry because the offense never got dealt with. And so now you're going to stay mad until you can get justice. So if there's a temptation to become bitter, maybe you're bitter against God because he didn't answer prayers for you. Maybe you're bitter against yourself. Maybe you're bitter against your parents um, because they got by with being very wicked and um, unrighteous parents. You have to give those injustices over to God and let him be the judge because you can't be the plaintiff and the judge in the same case. So a a lot of people have a bitterness in their heart. And that bitterness is actually a demonic spirit that is that is presenting to you as you. I'm bitter. I feel bitter. I'm mad. I'm mad at God that I'm mad at God is not an expression coming out of you from the Holy Spirit. I am mad at God. You get over that. You settle settle that, and to de- declare that is not you. That is a demon who's speaking through you to get you convinced that you're mad at God, and therefore you you can't come to God, or you can't trust God, or you can't abide in His, you know, in the vine because you're mad at God. You're not mad at God. You were never created by God to be mad at God. That mad at God is from the devil, but he's putting it on you as if it's you, and you need to separate with the sword of God's truth. or really what's really going on here? Here's and a it.
0: here's a very uh, I think a key principle. In Proverbs 16, 3, it says, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. In other words, you're saying, whatever I do today, uh, whatever I think today, whatever I do today, I, I want to bring glory to you, Lord. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want to do it for you and with you. And when, when you have that m- mindset, your thoughts are going to be They're gonna established according to the truth. Yeah. And uh, one more thing here, it says in Isaiah 26, 3, mm-hmm. it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you.
1: And so you're going to find that the battle, the first battle that you need to win is the one that comes out of your mouth, out of your heart. And be honest with yourself. If you hear profanity coming out of your mouth, if you hear evil and raging against your mate or your your children, if you hear... Um, Lies coming out. You no, know, sometimes we're so beyond the point we can't even tell a lie anymore ourselves. But there's a so, heart problem. So you, if you are if you are courageous enough to listen to what's coming out of your mouth, you will know what's in your heart. And it's Jeremiah says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we can't go to the heart for our truth. We have to go to the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God bearing witness with our spirit. That's where we go to for the truth and the Word of God. So if you are courageous and hear your mouth speaking things that are vile and, and lying and, and bitter and gossipy, then you ask the Lord to forgive you, you repent, confess those things as sin, and you command those spirits of gossip and bitterness and mad at God, you command them in the name of Jesus Christ to get out of your heart. Therefore, they will get out of your mouth, that your mouth will be cleansed, and that you will begin to speak whatever things are pure, lovely, honest, just, and of good report, and meditate on those things. And you will see your life going in a way better direction because I tell you what, when we're negative, when we're upset, when we're mad, when we're afraid, when we're anxious, those are all breeding grounds for sickness and death, destruction, negativity, bad things, calamities. Those are breeding because you've already been believing it in your heart and therefore the devil says he's got permission now to go forward and bring it to pass because it's already in your heart. You need to want to ask God to help you examine your heart and let the Lord God cleanse your heart. And the way to do that is to read the word of God, rejoice, praise him, thank him uh, out loud, And then ask the Lord to help you meditate on whatsoever things appear lovely, honest, just, and of good report. And if there's murmuring and complaining, that's what really gets us in trouble. That was what got them in trouble in the in the wilderness. That's when the snakes started biting them because they're murmuring and complaining. Let us look up for our redemption draws nigh. Let us know that we are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven, that we're here on earth for an assignment for such a time as this. And yes, the world is going to hell right now, but it doesn't matter because God is still in control. God had the first word and God gets the last word and God is good. So... We and, just thank the Lord for His His faithfulness to surround us with songs of deliverance and goodness.
0: Yeah, and the Lord has said He said to us, "Occupy till I, till we yeah. till He comes." Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean just sit around and twiddle our thumbs. It means do business. Our business mm-hmm. is to praise Him, thank Him, love Him, and share the good news with everybody that we can yeah. while we can and help them grow. In their faith in Jesus, once they do come to Him,
1: and we do want to recommend that you check out our website at liferecovery.com. There are a lot of very helpful things, and one of the fun things that we've got out there that it's pretty much a secret, nobody knows about it, is uh, the the uh, the audio drama series called um, uh, God on Trial, and um, it's it's like a screw tape letters. It's kind of like a conversation. Only it's and or kind of like a pilgrim's progress, too. It's like dialogue where we're uh, casting the devil, the demons in their particular characters, and then they're coming against God in the court of heaven, they're coming against Jesus Christ on the earth. It's very entertaining, it's also very inspiring, and it's very cheap, actually. I think you can download one of the episodes on your iPod or your phone, whatever, for a, a simply probably I think it's like uh, less than three dollars. I think it's something like that, anyway. It's it's just ridiculously cheap, and it's like a thirty-minute episode. There's twenty-eight of them, and it tells the whole story of Jesus on the earth, going all the way to the crucifixion and the resurrection. And it also talks about all the deep issues that we have regarding um, the,
0: regarding God, life, ev- right, almost All every, the all the questions, all the great questions, theological questions of life, in a yeah. very
1: fun way. And each person, you know, is cast. We have Cain on the witness stand. We have um, Dr. Law. We have um, Satan himself as the prosecuting attorney. We have um, Noah. Yeah, we have Noah. We have Abraham. We even
0: have, Lot's wife. Yeah,
1: they all show up. So that's again, that's called God on trial uh, at uh, Liferecovery.com. I'm, Go ahead.
0: No, it wasn't Lot's wife. Wasn't
1: yeah, it? she was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Lot's wife.
1: Yeah, she showed up. Yeah, she was. She had mm-hmm. a bone to pick with God regarding. Yeah. Um, it was not fair that he made her leave all her friends. Okay, so, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for inspiring us to listen to good things, to hear and read and speak the word of God, to speak those joyful songs and praiseworthy things to one another, to lift one another up. Let it be our goal to edify one another today with your truth, with your promises, Father God, and not to grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we do not faint. Blessings to all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location?
0: I can't point three. I can't talk for you. Rescue radio. Because there's a war for your soul.